to the Edge of the Headlights podcast. My name is Rob, and sitting across from me with a goofy-ass look on his face is the mountain of masculinity, the professor of posing, and and the master of the night pickle, my good friend Marty. <laughs> oh, wow. That was like a triple threat. That is like four more than I'm good for. Oh, yeah. How's the week, Ben? Good. good. Say, you just got back here. You know, yeah, that's what I miss. I apologize to all our listeners, all like a hundred and some of you guys. I totally forgot about a vacation we had planned for like <laughs> over a year ago. And the wife's like, um, are you going to pack? And I'm like, oh, shit. I got packed. <laughs> then we went camping. <laughs> For and we, what? Yeah, oh. and I don't. Our studio does not yet have the capability of doing remote, so I couldn't talk to Marty. I was right. cutting it down. So it was pretty. Sad. It was fun. A lot of time in the sun. I got some new texture on my arms from all the blisters that just showed up today. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's always part of the fun. Oh yeah. A lot of fun. We went on the boat for a few days. Luckily, I don't think my kid learns any new words, at least no swear words, because there's a lot of it going on. Yeah, yeah, that's usual, man. That's just how that works. Yeah, so what about you? How your week been, Marty? It's been hot and horrible. It's great. Uh, No, it's it's been okay, man. It's humidity's starting to kick up again, so that's kind of pissing me off. Yeah, it looked like it might storm outside. Yeah, well, they're talking all weekend there's chances. And it's only supposed to be like 70-something Friday, so I got that to look forward to, I guess. Yeah. It's been an all right week, I guess. It hasn't been anything crazy. Yeah. Pretty mellow. Yeah, basically, I apologize again to our, to our, some, to our listeners and that. I did mail out the stickers for the two gentlemen that asked for them. I emailed us about I did mail you out the stickers today, oh, finally, yeah. I remembered. So you should be getting them in the mail in about a week or so, because the mail is kind of slow lately, I noticed. No. That's weird. Not the mail service. So how can the people get a hold of us? The face, I will say this right now, the Facebook page, I am going to be changing it. So it'll be totally different. So hopefully I get everything straight on that this weekend because actually I'm not doing anything this weekend. I'm oh, sitting wow. at home in air conditioning. Oh, that's a good call. That's yeah. that's my plan every day, man. But no, uh, get a hold of us at uh, podcast at uh, gmail.com and check us out on Instagram. And yeah, we'd love to hear messages from anybody. What are you What are you drinking over there, Marty? I am. Uh, uh, you're You're a son of a bitch for showing me these, man. <laughs> the Pabst Blue Ribbon Hard Coffee. Oh, they're good. It aren't is they? absolutely disgusting. It's amazing. I love it. It tastes just like chocolate milk or YooHoo, like you said. Yeah, yeah. It's very similar to like a, a little bit richer YooHoo. Yeah, but with alcohol that you can't taste. Yeah, and at it all. is. It is deadly as hell. The red velvet beer. Oh, yeah. Well, it was dangerous, but you could still taste that beer to it. Oh, dude, you could chug four of these down in a heartbeat, head to work, and be, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should, they should allow us to at least have one of these hard coffees before we go to work. Paps Blue Ribbon, right. Paps Blue Ribbon if you're listening, or if you ever listen, you did a good thing. Ugh. This is That's like the breakfast of champions when we're camping. It's like 8 o'clock in the morning, we get up, crack a Paps Blue Ribbon, hard coffee. <laughs> you're good dude, yeah, no, like I said, I, I'd seen them in the store. And I just assumed it was kind of a slightly coffee-tasting, darker beer. I was like, man, I'll check them out sometime. No, man, you crack that, and it is just straight up like Dunkin' Donuts mocha coffee smell. Yeah. And the taste is very similar as well. Oh, that is ridiculous. Dude, I heard the... Oh, I got to tell you this story. I heard the most awesome accent. This oh. is this is like a panty dropper accent. Oh, I no. don't care. If anybody from Holland is listening, you guys have uh, the best accent. It's like yes. a cross between German and Cajun. I'm yeah. like, holy shit. That is it, the coolest sounding cool accent from Holland. Uh, I cannot believe it. I heard somebody speak it. I'm like, 
what? I got all wet and I don't even get wet. Right? <laughs> I'm way past the age of getting wet. What happened? <laughs> so what are we going to talk about this week, Marty? Uh, I think tonight we're going to go down a few uh, little conspiracy theories. Uh, Just to be honest, say rabbit hole if you really do. Right, know. right. <laughs> Well, some of them, some of them are kind of more on on the light fun side. Oh, Why? You can burp, just burp off here. Yeah, well, whatever, man. Yeah. But yeah, I know some of them uh, are, are at least stuff I've got. I know are stuff that people know of that I just kind of started digging into, and they're kind of fun. Oh yeah. But <laughs> quit, quit, put down the pastel ribbon, dude. They make I more. Can't, it's all like my gone. kid when he drinks pop. They make more. You don't got to slam it all at one time. Oh, but it's so good. I know. So, what conspiracy theories do you have to share with these folks tonight? Uh, first one I came across. Well, I'd actually I was looking for different ones. Came across some with different kids shows. Oh and, yeah, just a forewarning. We may ruin a lot of your kids. Right, right. <laughs> <coughs> just because of the fact that. A lot of these theories, even with my own, deal with a lot of like kids' cartoons. Right. So you can take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah, I mean they are what they are. Like I said, the first one I actually came across and I started reading into was about uh, Disney's Recess, which is a super fantastic show. Which is why I was like, "Ooh, what's going on here?" And it doesn't really pan out because the whole thing is that uh, all these third graders are actually dead kids from different eras that are stuck on the playground. But if you've seen the show, we, we I vaguely their, remember it. Oh, yeah. It's a great show. I loved it. But, yeah, we end up meeting their parents, and they do a bunch of stuff. So it kind of blew that all out of the water. It's like, oh, that's interesting because I like the show. But I did come across one on Pokemon. Pika. Pika Pikachu. That's right. Captain <laughs> Creepy Pika. <laughs> but, no, I came across this one where uh, it's a theory that Ash is actually in a coma. And everything in the show is fever dreams in his head. And I was like, oh, interesting. Because I've seen most of the old Pokemons. My kid grew up watching them. But uh, early on, like in the first episode of the original series, Ash actually crashes his bicycle. And the theory goes from there that he didn't get back up. He's actually in a coma through the entire show. And it's, uh, he never ages, which is... The show been going like 15 yeah, years. You know, it, yeah, 2000, somewhere around there, 99. Yeah. It came out in the U.S., and he's still, you know, like 12. But, yeah, it uh, also explains why everywhere he goes, every Officer Jenny and uh, Nurse Joy look the same because they're the only ones he's ever met. So every time he, quote, goes to a new town, that's what he sees is the same Officer Jenny because... That's the officer he has dealt with. He doesn't know that there are other ones. Um, even, like, his companions that he joins up with. Like, Misty is a, a girl that he went to school with and kind of had a crush on. That's why she's in the dream. And Brock is actually... Now this goes into some deeper psyche stuff in it. But Brock is actually his unexpressed uh, sexuality coming out because he's 12. Like in the show, okay, okay. like Brock is always like hitting on girls, never closes the deal. He'll get like a kiss on the cheek, but that's because Ash himself does not know how to close the deal because he's 12. He has those feelings, but doesn't know what's going on, which is why Brock never gets anywhere other than a kiss. Hmm. 
No, that's interesting because yeah, when I was twelve years old, I wasn't even thinking about that type of stuff. Oh God, I was. <laughs> I was I'm a horrible person though. But oh let's, yes, let's you are, Marty. Real. You're the master of the night picture. Right, right. But yeah, there's uh a theory like that Giovanni, who was the big, big bad in the first few runs of the show. Team Rocket. Yeah, he was the leader of Team Rocket. Big bad guy, and he's always shown as just he's just pure evil. And the theory on this is it's his embodiment of his dad who actually left him and his mom, and that's why Giovanni is just evil and awful because that's how he pictures his dad. But yeah, it was just uh, uh, kind of a deep, weird thing. And I was like, well, you know, I can't really argue with this. They they even make mention of like, sometimes he'd go to an area and, and see this new Pokemon. And it's actually a really common Pokemon, but in his head it's like this big deal. Because he's not actually getting to go see it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. in his head where he's like, oh god, I found this Squirtle. That's a basic starter bitch Pokemon, Ash. You know what this is. You know, it's not see, a big deal that you got one. How, I don't think I don't think Squirtle was a good name for them originally. Uh, I I love Squirtles, man. But the other little, I bet you do. I do. the The other little side theory I saw, and I I love this one, and just because it was really quick and fun. But uh, the reason Ash does not age is he is actually a Time Lord from Gallifrey, as in Doctor Who's Homeworld Time Lord. Oh, good Lord, don't bring Doctor Who. I was like, oh, no. No, don't bring in Doctor Who. That's just wrong. I I just giggled my ass off. I'm like, i got to make a note that... Yeah, I heard that little echo. But yeah, yeah, weird. But yeah, I saw that little side note, and I was like, "Ah, Gallifrey, hell yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. So hopefully everybody, everything sounds good. Because we just had a weird thing happen. Yeah, that was a weird little hiccup. I don't know if it was I was loud enough that I picked up on both our mics or what happened. Well, calm down, no more pass blue ribbon for you, dude. Oh, I can't help it. No, well, I have one about our favorite 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 actor. I have Uh-oh. one about Nicolas Cage as an immortal vampire locked in a centuries-long battle with John Travolta, who is also <laughs> a vampire. Nicolas Cage looks like the historical figure. He is. His personal history, though, is more low-key. He's also... you ever seen that picture floating around the internet of the Confederate soldier? Oh, yeah. yeah. He looks exactly like... He, that's what, he actually looks like that. If you look at Raising Arizona, that, yeah. they're a spitting image of each other. Oh, I looked yeah, at the dude. picture between the two, and I'm like... And I looked at the... I didn't... I found separate pictures and looked at them on my yep. phone. I didn't have somebody already do it for me, but... Even the ear on Raising Arizona is the same way. It's just yeah. kind of creepy. Oh, yeah. That's... Oh, that is pretty crazy. Yeah, because... They also say Travolta, too, resembles a minor historical figures. And as a, science, a Scientologist, yay, he presumes they presume he's holding beliefs about reincarnation. He also may have just joined Cage in the hinting about their feud in the 1997 movie Face Off. <laughs> That's the one where yeah. Cage plays a terrorist and Travolta plays the FBI agent and they switch faces. Yeah. And they try to outdo each other. It's, it's, I actually went back and watched that like a year ago. It's goddamn horrible, mm-hmm. but it's so much fun. So I like the what was it? What was what that movie? John Travolta where he played a bad guy, um, Thunderfish or something like that. Oh, uh, was played, that Swordfish? Swordfish, yeah. yeah. That was a good movie. Yeah, there. that was really good. Yeah, yeah, it was one with Wolverine. And, uh, <coughs> yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just got a bunch of little ones, so I'm gonna do a couple of them in a row. Yeah, then. I got I also found one where David Bowie isn't dead. Theory. Oh, yeah. The main theory being that David Bowie is not actually dead at all, 
or perhaps more accurately, David Jones. Bowie's was his legal was his stage name. Yep. Is not dead in the literal sense, but only the idea of Bowie as a symbol or a character is gone. Oh. Yeah. Some people say that none of the obituaries stated that David Jones died. They all said David Bowie. True, true. But true. that's kind of like amb- ambiguous. Right. And like depends on if I would say, yes, today in the news, David Jones died. Who the fuck's David Jones? Right. No one would know. You have to like stage name. You have to go David Bowie. Yep. Some people have started talking about the Lazarus series, which is one of his songs mm. off his last album, yep. The Lazarus and the Black Star. This theory grew roots as the result of two of Bowie's videos released shortly before his death, Black Star and Lazarus. The video depicts Bowie as an aging, weak man with bandaged eyes. This is most likely an artistic representation of the cancer that he was supposedly killing him. Right. That was supposedly killing him. But fans are suggesting Lazarus is Bowie's way of hinting that he will be back. Oh. The Lazarus series got a kick in the nuts when a man called Jack Stevens, a music executive, appeared on Sky News to discuss David Bowie's departure. The really fucking weird thing is, this Jack Stevens guy looks like a really frumpy version of David Bowie. Really? If you were to look at the pictures, anybody look up Jack Stevens and Sky News, David Bowie. This picture of this guy will come up, and it's like a frumpy version of David Bowie. Oh, man, really? It's, it's actually quite creepy. But a lot of people saying that was David Bowie in a makeup saying right. he was dead. Because this guy, if you check in this Jack Stevens guy, he's been in the music executive for 59 years. Oh, hey, wow. But he's okay. only like 60 years old. Oh, so there's what, a, what the hell? A lot of people man. are saying, "Oh, it's just a typo." I'm sorry if a music exec. I, uh, that's not going to be that big a typo. Saying, "Yeah, I've been in the business for 59 years, but I did it started when I was doing it one." Right. I, I meant five to nine years. No, <laughs> that doesn't play out either. Oh man, no shit. Yep, and a lot of people are saying that. Also, they're saying David Bowie, David Jones is not dead because he shares the same birth date as Elvis Presley. Not the year, but the day, which January eighth, nineteen thirty five. Elvis was born. Yeah. January 8th, 1947, David Jones was born, David Bowie. Right. So some people are saying that he just, that same people are saying Elvis is alive are also saying David Bowie is alive. Yeah. And there's also rumors, too, that Elvis Presley is actually the gardener at Graceland. Yeah, I have seen And that. if you've seen the picture of the gardener at Graceland, uh, it looks like a really, like Elvis, it's kind of weird. Yeah, man, the first time I heard that, I was like, oh, yeah, Jesus Christ, whatever. And then, yeah, I saw pictures people had taken of the gardener. I was like, oh. Yeah. Well, well all right. Um, that, that That is definitely an older Elvis. But it also goes like when he talked about Jim Morrison faking his desk. Right. And all this, people see him everywhere. There's been, like, there's, like, urban legends of him, like, picking up hitchhikers out in the desert yep, yep. and stuff like that. There's actually been a couple of movies where he makes a faux appearance. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they're like, oh. You look really familiar. It's actually somebody's. It's, oh, my name's Jim Morrison. Yeah. And they have some clueless teenager that doesn't know who the hell are you. I'm like, right. Okay. Thanks for telling. Thanks for it, Jim. <laughs> thanks for the ride, Jimmy. So what else you got? All right, we are actually going to swing over to the Denver International Airport, do, do, do. or as other people call it, the the base of the Illuminati, or the Reptoids, or the Reptoid storage sheds, or the down Fifth Reich. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> you can go any way. There's a million different things on that place. I mean, you can look mm-hmm. it up all over the place. Uh, a lot of it started, I think, uh, 
when right away it started going millions over the budget and over a year behind schedule almost immediately the thing was just backlogging money okay you, ha- you have a kid why. that lives in Denver right? yeah I've been hey. out there oh you've been to it yep oh you see big blue oh yeah Lucifer Lucifer yeah yep. all right I'm probably skipping ahead you keep going no man uh but yeah it's kind of where it started uh a lot of it is they started running into just unusual architecture they put in and I can attest to some of that you'll be walking along and there will be like a weird step ramp up to a second layer but there's nothing up there just another set of steps to go back to right where you were it's like what what the fuck was this <laughs> what is going on like whole big open areas that are glassed off with like weird concrete art structure things in there it's like why are we wasting all this space out here for that? I mean, that looks cool and everything. But it's a lot of wasted space. I know uh, so, some of the, the Fifth Reich things have come. Fourth, is it Fifth or Fourth? Fifth, Fourth. Fourth. Because okay, yeah. Hitler, I think, was the Third Reich. Yeah. But uh, the runway setup, if you ever go take a look at it, the, the center of the airport and all the runways are swooped off like the arms of a swastika. Yeah, it's. I, I was like, ah, I don't know about that. Now, aerial picture of the airport, it looks like a swastika from up above. And I know they've, they've said it's just simply the angles that that works yeah, it could be for getting people in and, and out. Yeah, could Which be. makes sense. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I, I see that. But you got to remember, people have to remember, too, the swastika was oh. corrupted. This swastika oh, yeah. was never, we don't, Nazis are assholes. Yeah. But they the swastika was actually things. from Hindu yeah. religion, and yep. it's actually a Good thing. good thing. Yeah. But since, you know, 39, it's been pretty much turned into Propaganda shit, you know, and, like, this and is bad. Oh, yeah. Then you got the mural with the crazy stuff on there. You'll probably bring that up. Yeah, That's, no. The, uh, they actually well, painted they were, that over now, I think, didn't they? Uh, not that I know of. I think it's still up. See, I heard a rumor that they were painting over it and that because it disturbed too many it, people. It, it's, it's a creepy mural, man. There's a lot of stuff in that place. Just weird art stuff on the wall that is borderline gothic weird shit. So I've never been there, but... You know. Like, Stacey's like, well, my wife said, like, maybe we should just fly through there when we go to Vegas. I'm like, no, right. I'm just going to fly straight to Vegas. Yeah, no, yeah. it's just quicker. Yeah. I mean, it's a cool airport. It's... Honestly, I find it more confusing to get around than even Chicago. I think Chicago's really easy to get around their airport. Denver has so many signs that are pointing vaguely this way. Like I said, you end up on a second layer, and you're actually supposed to be going to a third basement level. You're like, what the fuck is going on? But yeah, it was very confusing. There's a lot of cool stuff. But yeah, they, uh, uh, a lot of the uh, theories is that this is also a major military base. That they've got tunnels going to like NORAD underneath. And it makes sense because there are a lot of military bases out in that Denver area. Yeah. There's like six or seven just in Colorado, if you count NORAD and all that, too. Yep. Which, I mean, makes a lot of sense. You're going to see Stargate, military the Stargate program was there. Yeah. Stargate's there. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah, like I said, they have a uh, tunnel system that is supposedly leads to NORAD, which really isn't that far away, but still, it's a pretty massive tunnel system. Yeah. Uh, some of that, I think, was uh, fueled also by there were different contractors that were fighting over bids, and just the way they did things, they had multiple contractors working on different parts of this airport, including the, I know we know at least there's at least six 
underground layers. Why do they need so many underground layers? Well, like originally, this? like the first three were supposed to be like parking and then their baggage claim system to get things everywhere. But like some of the workers in one group would be working and they'd see these tunnels where nobody's working down. And they're like, well, what are those? <laughs> we, we didn't do those. That's where the Illuminati go, the whole... Right. That's where they go. And, yeah, the, the, the reptoid storage shed. Yep. But yeah, no, the... Uh, yeah, the, the uh, children of the world dream of peace is the yeah, name of that Yeah, that's the mural I'm talking about. And yeah, it's... A lot of people look at it and go, oh my god, this is horrible. Because the centerpiece of it is a big dude... With a scimitar and an AK-47. That looks mysteriously like a fucking Nazi. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Not a, just not, not a little. <laughs> let's be honest here. Right. But yeah, underneath his right arm is a bunch of children huddled. And the way it's painted, man, they look fucking terrified. They don't look like they're dreaming of a world of peace. There's jets flying behind him on his left. And, and the artist has said, you know, that... Oh, it's children in oppression, and that's them dreaming of a better future. I'm like, all I see is a giant dude with a scimitar and, and an AK-47 and some fucking fighter jets. <laughs> that doesn't... See, well, I mean, I suppose that is a way to get a world of peace. But... On, under, you know... Under dictatorship. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy. I mean, the, the scimitar imagery itself has brought a lot of people... Because there are a lot of people out there that also theorize that the Shriners, the ones who help kids and sick yeah. kids, well, their symbol is scimitars. Yeah. And they think I, that oh, scimitar, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, it's the cross scimitars, yeah. which is the only reason I ever paid attention to them. I'm like, ooh, scimitars. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's a lot of people that actually think they are a big part of the Illuminati. I was just like, mm, I have never mm. fucking heard that. Oh yeah, I, I've come this across is, it a couple times. This is times. breaking news like, to me. I never knew the right. Shriners are part of the Illuminati. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's some of their some of it. They they help the kids, you know, and that's their outside view. But some of it, they're experimenting, and that's they send their science information back to the rest of the Illuminati. Okay, I find that I actually find that a little bit offensive because right. Shriners are awesome people. Oh yeah, they've worked right I, up there. I've known lots Who the of people hell that have came up with that with goddamn idea? I I have I, no say, idea. My friends say I'm crazy. Right? I'm like, I never would have said Shriners are part of the Illuminati. Yeah, I, I've said a lot of things about Shriners on, on their little bikes running around, creeping me out at at, at uh, parades. Parades. But man, I've never seen them do anything but freaking good. Man, I know yeah. a lot of people who've had kids who've. They've I, paid for all of it yes. to get their stuff taken. I would like, no, I would like to meet you. Yeah, I came like, up with that idea. <laughs> but I threw it in there because that was one I hadn't really seen a whole lot of no. either. I'd seen little bits of it somewhere, and I just went, eh. But, yeah, they tied that in there because they were like, oh, yeah, that scimitar, it's showing that the Shriners are here. This is one of their wings of the Illuminati at the Denver International Airport. That's what trying to say. The Salvation Army is probably the Illuminati. Uh, right. I mean, shh, they are. But... Oh, okay. Yeah, no, just... Sorry, don't yell at me anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was one of those that was just kind of out of left field. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, well, all right. Uh, then we do get to Blucifer, which <laughs> is the uh, 32 foot tall, he's over 9,000 pounds, giant blue horse with red glowing eyes statue that is Let's on the outside. be correct, he's a wild Mustang. He, he's, a, he, he's a symbol of the freedom of Denver, is what they said. <laughs> I don't think the owner thinks that. <laughs> well, yeah, see. Uh, the, the thing with Blucifer, and, and they, Denver International, I, I will say, I will give them credit. They do go along with all this and joke along with it. 
But yeah, Lucifer the giant horse actually ended up killing his creator when a chunk of him fell off. And it is, it's not concrete, it's actually like a... a uh, Bronze? No, it's a... Uh, uh, what is the word I'm thinking of? They make a fiberglass. Most oh, okay. of it is actually fiberglass, which is nasty if you've ever dealt with it. Yeah. But yeah, a large chunk of the fiberglass of Lucifer, when they were just about done with it, fell off and impaled and killed its creator. It severed his artery, and he bled out right there next to Lucifer, the friendly blue stallion with red glowing eyes. <laughs> now, it's an impressive statue, dude. It really is, because you can see it from quite a ways away. Just all majestic and blue and terrifying. And he's gorgeous. I'll bring up the color blue later because something just clicked in my oh. back of my brain for blue. Just hang creepy, on. creepy. So uh, then you also have the gargoyles. They have oh, okay. gargoyles set up over the baggage claim. What yeah, the fuck? Just like hanging out on the ends of the baggage claim. And here again, they they started taking the joke, and Denver International is like, we're gonna play along with it. So down at floor level. They've actually made a gargoyle statue that you can interact with. And when you go up to it, it says, Oh, welcome to Denver International Airport. The home of the Illuminati. Oh, never mind. It's hilarious. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I, just, I need to go to the Denver International Airport just to get a bunch of pictures. Now. There's a lot of cool shit there. I will say there's a lot of cool stuff. I'm a, my wife's going, we're going on vacation. I just want to go to Denver Airport. <laughs> we're going to go to the airport. We're going to hang out there. We're going to fly around. We're just going to hang out there for three days. We're going to fly back, guys. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's... Uh, They've they've had fun with it, and you could take it either way. Maybe they're just saying, ah, you know, we're lightheartedly going along with the joke, or they are in on the joke. And what better way to hide the actual fact that it's not a joke than by playing along that it's a joke? Yep. You know, hide in plain sight. Yeah. That that is a thought that's come across my head. It's like the more you deny it, the more people are going to go, aha. But if you put out a gargoyle that's like, hey, welcome to the Illuminati. Oh, never mind. Get your bags. You know, yeah. they're. Oh, Ta- that wouldn't be real. Talking about hiding in plain sights, this leads into my story. Oh, God. About Steve Jobs 2.0. You ever heard about that? Uh, in the, I, I have seen the picture. Yes, I've sent you the picture, and it's kind of creepy. It is. It's not creepy, it's, but it really makes you think. Yeah. In the mid in mid 2018, nearly seven years after his tragic death, Steve Jobs, after How he died, that long a bank. Yeah. Oh, the picture was taken in 2018. Yeah. But he died, like, in 2011. God, it doesn't seem that long ago, but yeah. Yeah, he, John, Steve Jobs dies, uh, died, supposedly, of pancreatic cancer yeah. at the age of 56. And this person on Reddit found, posted an image of a man in Egypt who looks a lot alike Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, it says, basically, Steve Jobs is hiding in Egypt after taking his faking his death, the post of the red. I've seen this picture. And it looks a lot like Steve Jobs. It, it does, man. But there's Even a lot this, of retractors out there saying, well, he's not wearing an Apple Watch. He's probably uh, uh, sick of the damn things. Right. Why, why would you point I wouldn't the, wear the, like a million-dollar Rolex. Right. Why would I wear an Apple Watch? It, it, if I'm the, the owner of Porsche and I fake my own death, I'm not going to drive around the world in a Porsche. You know what I mean? Because that's just Plus, with an Apple Watch, Obvious. an Apple Watch can track you, too. Just oh, yeah. Talk about the people at Area 51. Hmm. <laughs> Let's say, he knows exactly what was put in that Apple Watch, which is why he's not goddamn wearing it, you know? Yeah. But the picture is really good. He's even got that hand on his chin like yeah. he always used to do when he's sitting around when he's thinking as lectures. Yep. And it's just, it just it's a really good doppelganger if it's if somebody looks a lot like him. That's kind of leads into my personal story. 
I was in Vegas two years ago at the airport there. And we're getting ready to leave. And first thing, first, I knew this was going to be a bad day because yeah. we get there and we say, oh, we're waiting on the plane. And then they say, oh, we got to switch planes because the hydraulics oh, were not on the plane oh. we we're supposed to take. <laughs> the hydraulics were working. Yeah, that's not good. And we're waiting there for another hour for him to get another plane for us to go back. And I swear to God, I saw my ex-wife. Oh. I'm serious. This is her doppelganger. The only oh, thing I'd God. Point, the only reason I knew it wasn't her, because she had a, two giant tattoos on her leg. Body size, everything looked just really? like the ex-wife. Because <laughs> we were in Vegas, and I knew she wasn't going to be there. Well, yeah. I'm like, this just creeped me out. That's, that's, oh that God. was her doppelganger. I feel oh sorry for the guy God. who's my doppelganger, because you one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, I actually used to run into that when I was living in Brookings. Small town, like 40 miles south of here. I worked with people, and they there was a guy apparently in town, and it's not that big a town. I never ran into the guy, but I had more people be like, "Oh man, I thought you were at Subway the other day when I <laughs> talked to you," but it wasn't you. I'm like, "What do you mean?" Like, no, this dude looks like you, but it wasn't you. I'm like, "Yeah, I was not at Subway. No, I, Subway's I, I'm not eating fresh, man. Yeah. I was over at Burger King." But you look more like Peter Jackson, honestly. right? You're like Peter Jackson. Actually, when, I have this is Peter Jackson in my basement, folks. It's not Marty. <laughs> it's Peter Jackson. All been a joke, folks. We're coming yep. up with a new film. Another Hobbit movie's coming out, right? <laughs> no, but uh, no, I when I had longer hair, so I did used to have longer hair. Yeah, I used to be a hippie. We we went into Vegas and I'm six one. You're six one. Yeah, oh. just about yeah. Oh, but uh, we were we were coming into the airport in Vegas. I was still rocking my long hair before I cut it off the last time, and we'd be going through the airport and like people would stop and just start staring at me and then look away. I was like, what the fuck, Peter Jackson? No, bitch. no, this is probably before that even before he got big, and we were coming down and I look and I'm like, oh god. I look a lot like Penn. Penn Gillette from Penn and Teller. And people would be walking by in the airport and like, oh shit, is that Penn? No, I'm just a fat dude from nowhere coming out to Vegas. But that was when they had their show going out there. No, you mentioned it. Yeah, they were all over the place. But yeah, like, I was all shaved down except for the goatee, which is what he had. Long hair pulled back. Fatter dude, you know. But yeah, it was. If you would have wore a suit, you would have. You oh yeah, you would have made bank <laughs> right right away. <laughs> Walked into like, Palacio, give me my suit. Yeah, I was just walking around like, why are people staring? Do I have like, my dick hanging out? What's going on? <laughs> I'd be happy because it's not long enough to hang out. This will be the first time. <laughs> Southwest is great. But yeah, it finally dawned on me this big banner of Penn and Teller. My own friend, he's like, holy fuck, that's why they're looking at you. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Oh no! I look like Penn. You should dye your hair blonde now. Yeah, make look like Val Kilmer, right? Big fat Val Kilmer. <laughs> ah, such a disappointment, man. I loved that dude when he was younger. Yeah, but Val he's Kilmer gone through a lot. Great. Val Kilmer has. He's uh-huh. gone through. He had throat cancer. Oh yeah, he's been through a lot of shit, man. Yeah. He has. And so his acting career is starting to pick up again. Yeah, he's been picking up, which I've been happy to see. Don't worry, folks. We'll get back to the conspiracy, but we get sidetracked. So we talk <laughs> <Our> conspiracy about <laughs> is that uh, Val Kilmer is not going to become. Big and famous again. He is big and famous. Well, again. big. <laughs> again. Oh, oh, that was that was that was kind of a low blow. <laughs> sorry, <I'm> sorry, Val. <laughs> well, I'm since you're talking about that, we're gonna talk about dogs and gargoyles and all that stuff at International. We're gonna talk about Scooby Doo. Oh, there's a couple of there's like dozens of theories out there. I just picked yeah. out a couple of Scooby Doo theories that I that I had not heard of before. Right. Actually, before we get into Scooby Doo, we're talking about my camping trip. 
And was, oh. one of my friends was talking to me about what we do on this podcast, and I said we right. talk about random shit. Yes, pretty and much it's just it. like we just do it for fun. It's two guys in a basement. We're just fucking around. Here's a plan. We spend 15 minutes doing that, and then bullshit for 45 minutes. Yeah, not true. But there's a lot of planning that goes into this. Either way, right. she's like, and I said, well, what's your next episode about? And I told her we we're gonna do a conspiracy series. And it's like, oh, like on what? Like JFK, and I'm like, no, nah, everybody's done that. We're yeah, going to do the no, more Well, eventually, we may. I oh, don't yeah. think so, but we're going to put our own spin on it if right. we do JFK because he's probably assassinated by Marilyn Monroe, then they mm. killed Marilyn Monroe. But either way, she's like, well, I told her we're doing like cartoons, really weird type conspiracies. Yeah. And she started looking them up on her phone while we were oh, camping. And she's like, Oh my God! She started looking at stuff about Charlie Brown. Oh, oh no! There's some yeah, creepy shit on there about really Charlie Brown. Bad Charlie Brown. I've gone down that hole before. But I, oh, but there can't be anything too horrible about Charlie Brown. Oh God! Because it actually makes sense. Because I'll just I'll just give a vague overview of Charlie Brown right. theory. Basically, either Charlie Brown has cancer and yep. he's in a coma. That's why all the adults talking here. Wah 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 yep. wah wah wah. Because he can't understand them, and all the friends that he's dreaming about is another favorite dream, like Ash. Yeah. In Pokemon, but there's a bunch of other ones and all this. And it goes yeah. into how Linus is an evil wizard. Oh stuff yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I have looked through that one. It's just yeah. pretty awesome. Linus is Linus the badass is, of the whole Linus group. Linus is worshiping the Great Pumpkin. Everybody oh, says yeah. he's always worshiping Cthulhu. Cthulhu, or however you say it. Damn right he is. Look at it. So let's get back to Scooby Doo. Blankets. I'm just going to throw a couple of theories at you about Scooby Doo. The whole Scooby-Doo show takes place in purgatory. Ah, okay. This theory suggests that the gang were driving in the mystery machine when it crashed and they all died. Scooby was sent to them as a spirit guide. The monsters are real-life demons and Scooby-Doo defeats them because he's the only one who can. Scooby is the only member of the group without sin. Oh. Basically, it goes like this. Fred and Daphne clearly had premarital relations. Right, right. Yeah, whores. Shaggy is a drug addict and Velma is... And Velma may just be a lesbian, which isn't wrong, but you gotta look at this program. It was made in 1969. Right, man. It was late 60s. Because Velma's just hot. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. She's, a hot, she's even hotter than Daphne. I don't care. As a kid, I didn't think so. As I've gotten older, especially with like when they did the uh, the live action Scooby. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Linda Cardellini is, is, is Velma. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, sign me Vel- up. Velma's a lot I'm a Velma than fan at that point, man. Now, another theory about Scooby-Doo show takes place during an economic depression. It actually makes sense because all the rundown buildings, you ever see rundown buildings? Oh, yeah. All the rundown buildings, they're all losing parts, abandoned mansions, yep. but people are still the, living this, in the all these ski places. lives that no longer is functioning. Yep, and all the bad guys are prominent, prominent figures such as doctors, scientists, and entrepreneurs. Right. And all the salt-of-the-earth people are usually the ones being attacked. Yeah. Because if you look at it, what they're saying is all these rich people that have no hands-on skills are sucking hind tit. Right. While these people are like mom and dad that know how to can and raise a garden. They're yep. doing fine. So the rich and powerful ones that are on hard times are trying to take from them. Right. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, you think about it. Yeah, because every time because, it really boils down to a deed or something of value. Well, you got to look at the one episode that always sticks out in my head. The one with the flying saucer that really cool oh, yeah. ass, like. Upside down. Yep. It's like a wiffle ball. The yep. Badminton pigeon, whatever the hell you call it. Yeah. That was the, a scientist. The space just, yep. thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that laugh. That, that was the best episode ever. Yeah, that was good. But there was a scientist, and he was attacking farmers trying to get their food. Yep. So, 
Oh, yeah, dude. That, oh, yeah. That there's, does hold a lot of traction on there. Oh, yeah. It really like, does. A lot of this stuff you can look at on Reddit and you can find all types of mm. stuff. You know, all right, what do you got? I'm flipping stuff. through my pages here. I'm trying to figure out what we got going on next. All right. So uh, I, I can't actually, throw my pages away because I wrote it down all in the time. Ah, see? That's I can't how you do that get anymore. It. They get you. I know. That's why I end up end up doing it old school, and I end up just writing everything down in a notebook, like like a cogedy old man. You're kind of cogedy. I am. Uh, no, man. Uh, I was going to do something we've kind of mentioned uh, a couple times before, but the uh, Stanley 2012 Kubrick? what? Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. I'm not digging into that one tonight. No, no that's that's, that's a, a deep rabbit hole. It's an episode Jesus. all by himself. <laughs> Jesus. But no, the uh, 2012 World End Theory. Oh, this is your pet project. I, I know dude, it is. I love that one, man. Uh, no, it's uh, the uh, CERN Super Collider messing around with the Higgs boson back in 2012. Uh, a lot of people think it is to blame that they actually created a small black hole like a lot of people before it. Oh, that's beautiful. Like a lot of people before it was happening were trying to protest it going down because they're like, oh, you're going to create a black hole. We're going to suck the whole earth into this black hole. We're all going to die. And uh, some people out there actually believe that, yes, it did start creating a black hole and that the scientists freaked out and decided to put us into a simulation, which I... I find unbelievable. I, I find it more likely that they didn't open a black hole and they just crossed the streams like in Ghostbusters, right. which you shouldn't do. Right, which is what I go. I, I know some people are like, oh, they, they put us into a computer simulation. They put everybody in the world at the at a split second into a computer simulation. No. I no. want a better simulation. This sucks. Yeah, this is awful. <laughs> I want to be a guy that's rich, has a pool, and right. drives a Yugo. <laughs> just... Just a, a fucking three-bolt wheel Yugo, man. That's all I want. Yeah. Uh, but most other people actually believe that do follow down this, this thought path that we were actually plopped into a separate timeline when ding, that ding, happened. Ding. That's my vote. That is mine as well, uh, which in effect has created the Mandela Effect stuff that a lot of people really hasn't blown up until after 2012 that kind of blew up yeah that does yeah (laughs) oh jesus and that's what it is is we are hopping they they inadvertently popped us off our path and started us drifting through other realities all right folks i'm gonna tell you this right sorry i got breaking news here do not mix paps blue ribbon hard coffee then turn around and drink a bud light gelato clamato yeah Yeah, not a good mix But anyway, no. sorry, carry on. <laughs> but you think of it kind of like uh, Sliders. Yeah. That's a really each, good movie. Really, really good show. It's a TV show, sorry. But yeah, it's it's what's happened is basically the, the basic idea of those kind of branching pathways of reality is every idea and every decision that was made has been made. Always yes, no, forward, left, right. Every single one of them is being made at the same time. Each one is branching off into another timeline. Well, what's happened is we got hopped off of our own track and are starting to go down other tracks where right away the differences are very negligible. No one cares that they went left on that one. But the farther we're getting away now from 2012, 
the more fucked up things are appearing because we are now off on such a different tangent from where our world went. Where it should have been. Yeah, where it should have been. That things just seem really wonky, messed up. I know even a lot of people claim that they feel that things just don't feel real anymore because we're flipping through other Earth's realities which are mixing with ours, which again brings us back to Mandela Effect, where the stuff we remember, but collectively we're being hit with their reality waves. Like the Berenstain Bears and the the Flintstones. Yeah. Uh, Even little things like Kit Kat having a hyphen or not having a hyphen in it. I bet you I could probably find a rapper with a hyphen. That's one of those. A lot of the Mandela Effect stuff, I just kind of go, yeah, it's just remembering wrong. But there are some like that. I'm like, man, I'm pretty sure there was a fucking hyphen when I was a kid. But they say no. But that's what is causing some of those effects is the farther we're getting out, the more varied it's become. So the things that are warping and bleeding into our reality that we remember so are that, not the So same. this whole thing, that explain all the shitty music nowadays? It very well could. <laughs> yeah, it could, could. But yeah, like I said, the farther you get out, the more exponentially weird stuff has become. Like, I don't want to get into politics. We've said we're not a political show. We are definitely not a but political even, show. But <laughs> even on, on the political global stage, there's a lot of just batshit upside down crazy stuff that's been going on the last few years. Yeah. And it's like, what what is going on here? But all of it, I think, is tied into us. Like I said, 2012, we laughed it off. 2014, yeah, okay. Start hitting 2018. Okay, things are getting a little weirder now. <laughs> start, I'm starting to think maybe that whole 2012 Nexus thing isn't so far off when no. I start reading. Then he come into 2020. Because I remember when I was oh. in school, 2020 is to be the awesome oh, year. Yeah. You know, it's like that's where we start getting flying cars and shit. Hell yeah. yeah. Robot servants, robot George sex George Jetson is actually like born this summer. His birthday is oh, in yeah. 2021. That's right. Yep. I saw that. I was like, oh, god damn it. I can't wait to meet George Jetson. I wonder if somebody out there is actually probably going to name the Oh, group. please. I don't think anybody has the last name Jetson. If I, you do, I, email us. I don't know, man. Maybe. I've heard weirder last names than Jetson. Oh, yeah. But there are lots of times, man, when I would be working, and I felt George's pain with his button-pushing finger hurting. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus Christ, my button pain. Oh, god damn it. No, I no. laughed at you, George. That oh, your button finger. No, man, I, I'm hitting that button a lot today. That it is starting to get legit sore, man. Fuck but, that, George Jetson. But you know the him. you know the constant the person who could save us. You know who that is? That'd Ooh. be Keanu Reeves. Oh, he can save us because he is immortal. He can do anything. He is immortal. If you go up with this theory. Oh yeah. How old do you think Keanu Reeves is? Actually, I uh, had to look this up. I didn't even know he was this old. I was gonna say I, I want to say he was right around fifty. He's fifty-two. Yeah. I knew he was he does not look anything like 52. Oh, God, no, man. It's I still see him. He, he's, he still he's looks Ted. like he's in his 20s. Yeah, he's, he's Ted. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see, with Keanu Reeves, he's going to save us because he's an immortal time traveler by this theory. Because yeah. people say he looks a lot like Paul Monet, a French actor from the 1800s. I looked up this picture. Fucking spitting image. Yeah. As well as Charlemagne and a list of other historical figures. So what if he actually were all the same person and Reese is an immortal, zig-like figure transverse, transversing history? He will be the guy that says this. And I think he's actually doing it because that game that came out that says 20... What's it? Cyberpunk? Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. He's in that. He is. He is a train wreck. <laughs> yeah. But they apparently have fixed it, so we'll, we'll, we'll 
Fingers crossed. Then he's coming out with that. There's a new movie, well, a con- graphic comic where he's in it. I can't remember the name of it. Oh. He plays uh, it in... I think he's actually feeding into us because he is... Right. He's, he plays an immortal yep. character in that comic yep. book. He's just giving us his, his autobiography. See, he's here... Not calling it an autobiography. Yep. He's here to fight Taylor Swift, who is really a famous Satanist. That's a rumor going around, too. <laughs> I have seen that. <laughs> Twi- the cardigan, it, makes, it all makes sense now, man. Taylor Swift, who was born in 1981, looks a lot like Zena LaVey, who was born in 1953 or at around 1990. What the fuck did I write there? Basically, uh, if you put a picture of Zena LaVey and Taylor Swift to e- next to each other, yeah. they look a lot alike. Because that was Anton's daughter, isn't it? Yeah, Zena. Yeah. 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 She no longer goes by Zena LaVey anymore. She yeah. goes by Zena Shrek, Shirkenrek, and something. And is no longer she's no longer a Satanist. Wink. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't say yeah, because I, I remember seeing that. I was like, oh, LeVay. Oh, like, oh, Anton LeVay, the, the creator of the Church of Satan, or whatever their official title was. Yeah. Well, now we're going to get into my deep theory. Oh, I'm God. sorry, but <laughs> I have to watch this program at least five times, ten hundred times a day. And I looked up, and I'm like, okay, we're looking up conspiracy theory. Let's see if there's any weird shit oh, about this. Geez. So I look it up, and I'm, my, what I'm looking up is Blaze and the Monster Machines theory. See, now, now I my kids were all old enough when that came out. I know of the show, and I've seen bits of it. So I was not having... I didn't have to sit through it like all the time like you Oh, did. my God. It's like if it's on, even if he's on... Oh, yeah. he's on you know, like, let's watch TV and watch, a, watch AJ and Blaze do their thing. Right. Nope, he goes on his phone. I'm like, I turn the channel. It's like, turn it back. Turn oh, it back. Yeah. And I'm like, fine. Jeez. <laughs> Here we go, man. There yeah. you are. Because I'm one of the type of people who are just like, oh, why didn't you read? I can't read with noise in the background. I have to read. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm one of the people that have to read in silence. Right, right. I just like, if, even if I got my earbuds in and I try to read, it does not work for me. Yeah, I just. I, I'm easily distracted. Yeah, too much stuff going on. That's why we started a podcast because I'm easily distracted. <laughs> <laughs> that is why our format is like it is because yeah. we're easily distracted. The, this, is the, this is the theory. Blaze and the Monster Machine Theory. The theory is that AJ is in a medically induced coma, which was caused by a car accident. So I'm going to read off the characters here, and this this all makes sense. I get everybody if you have if you have grandkids or kids and you know what I'm talking about, just kind of skip over the next two minutes. But I'm going to give a background to people that don't know all the characters. First of all, you have AJ, who is an eight year old that drives a sentient monster machine truck, which is Blaze. Blaze, a sentient monster truck that goes on event. This is the one that goes on adventure yep. with AJ. Then you have Stripes, a monster machine with the ability of a tiger, such as high sense of smell and a retractable claws. Oh, nice. Then you have Starla, a cowgirl monster machine who is, who is a lasso and roping expert who also speaks with a southern accent. Darrington, a monster machine that enjoys doing tricks and stunts, but is clumsy at times. Then you have Zeg. A dinosaur monster machine who enjoys smashing things and has a limited vocabulary and speaks in broken English. This all takes place in Axel City. The only other human in Axel City is Gabby, a nine-year-old mechanic. She can fix almost anything as she often tags along with Blaze and AJ on their adventures. Then you have the bad guy, Crusher. This is where the blue thing comes in. Let's let's start tying him. Crusher, who is the rival of Blaze and AJ. Crusher is a mean monster machine who cheats to win races and gets upset when things don't go his way. He occasionally shows, but he does occasionally show a soft side. 
Then you have Pickles, which is Crusher's sidekick. The Crusher. Pickle is a polite and cautious, unlike Crusher. Pickles tries to constantly get Crusher to listen to him. He's also had good friends with Blaze and the other monster machines. Now. He's the bully's go-between. Yeah, he's the bully go-between. He's the one that fits in any group. Yeah. Now, all these adventures Blaze and AJ have mostly take place in Axel City, which is populated by other sentient vehicles, mostly trucks, cars, but with the occasional helicopter who is named Swoops. Now, Crusher is a blue truck. Remember that, folks. Right. The only two humans are AJ, 8, Gabby, 9. Now, Blaze and AJ, when they go on their racing adventure, Blaze can turn into different things, different machines, such as a trebuchet, hydraulic piston machine, a laser, or even a robot. Jesus. So they can overcome the different obstacles Crusher throws in their way. So, what's this got to do with coma? So, why is AJ in an induced coma? The theory goes like this. AJ and his family were in a terrible car accident where their, with their, where their red truck they were driving, Blaze, was hit by another truck, a blue one, Crusher. The accident killed both of AJ's parents. That's why they're the, there's right. no adults. But his older sister, Gabby, survived with minor injuries while AJ suffered massive head trauma. So, so that would explain why you know, Gabby and AJ are the only ones there. Now, AJ and Blaze, the red truck, constantly racing and competing against Crusher, the blue truck. Right. Blue, like Lucifer. Blue's a bad color. I don't it know apparently why. is. AJ and Blaze are usually help. They usually help or are helped by the other characters, such as Stripes. Now, Stripes is considered to be an Indian boy that AJ knew before the coma. Starla is a girl from Texas that AJ knew. Darrington, another boy AJ knew. And Zeg is a child with developmentally deficient mm, that okay. AJ also knew from his past. That's right. why he keeps remembering. That's why he made him these vehicles. Now, Crusher is the accident causer, which kind of I've been leading up to. Right. So, and Pickles is a passenger that was riding with Crusher when the accident happened, who was constantly trying to tell Crusher what is right thing to do. Basically, like, don't do this, and it was caused an accident. Yeah. Now, Gabby is only seen on a few episodes in the first two seasons of Blaze and the Monster Machines. If you look at the first two episodes, first two seasons, she's not on there very often. But in the third season, Gabby gets her own monster machine, which is called Watts. Oh, Watts is a female monster machine that can use electricity to power things up. The story behind Gabby, AJ's sister, and Watts is basically, okay, AJ, Gabby is AJ's sister. That's what the series yep. is saying. Watts is a new doctor that is trying to help AJ come out of his coma by using experimental treatment to wake him up. Oh. Another interesting, I've seen this in an episode not too long ago. Another interesting episode is that the one where Blaze and Crusher actually team up. To win a race and crusher does this without cheating but struggles the whole episode with wanting to cheat some people have seen this as crusher the person that caused the accident killing aj's parents and putting him in a coma as some form of absolution and trying to set things right right yeah and some people say the reason with crusher cheating is just showing that he has an addiction to drinking or drugs and that's what right. caused the accident that's it. That's the theory. That basically interesting. Now, uh, I, I I definitely go along with like the older sister, because uh, like you said, that character she can fix anything. And and as a younger sibling, especially around that age, you you think that the older one 
is a lot more capable than what they are. Yeah. You know what? You look up to them, and, and in his coma state... She fixes everything in here. That's because well, that's it's my like big the, when you're she people. I read up on comas too. People actually hear stuff in the background, yes. and they can hear even if they can't respond to you. They hear stuff in coma because this new doctor Watts yep. could be coming in and say, "Hey, we're going to try this. We're going to do radical yep. stuff. We're going to do experimental stuff. Try and get your brother out of it." Right. But Gabby's always telling me, like it says, mechanic. She's always telling, him, "Yeah, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah, we're going to fix this up. We're going to fix this." Oh. Oh damn! <laughs> no, yeah, no, I like I like that. Yeah, it's kind of depressing, but it's, oh, also, yeah. it's also hopeful. I don't know. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's he, he's not deadsies. You know? Yeah, he's I not mean, there, there's there's a light at the end of the tunnel that you're know, not literally going towards the light yeah. at the end of the tunnel, but you know, there, there's there's a hopefulness there that so they got, might be able to fix this. So you got any more crazy theories over there? I actually really don't have anything written down. Why not? Jeez. I I wrote down my stuff. What? I wrote down stuff, too. (laughs) Well, if you don't got anything else, we'll probably call this episode Quitsies. (laughs) Quitsies. Quitsies. It's all the same to me. So, but I do have one bitch. Sorry, we're going to just... Since we're talking about movies and that. Uh, Okay, you know the Will Smith movie, I Am Legend? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're making a fucking sequel to it. A sequel or another reboot? Because it's like the fourth time they've actually done that movie. I, I'm not, I don't watch that movie anymore because it needs to be like the book. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, all I, of them have kind of Hollywood, if you ever listen to this, because I know there's a, like 43 cities in California right. that listen to us. And I'm like, I know some of you guys have to be some executives out there, writers about listening right. about this. Have them redo I Am Legend and do it like the book. It'd be a blockbuster. Even Even if they would have kept in the original ending, have you seen with the original ending? The I Am Legend? For, yeah, the Will Smith one? Yeah, where she makes it to the city? No, man, he, he's, he figures out that these vampire creatures, he's the monster. He's been fucking them up. They're just trying to live, and that's why they're that's after like the him. book. Yeah, it's, it's, it was more like the book. Oh, they cut the just... ending for a Hollywood ending. Oh. They that. filmed it, because I think on the Blu-ray, it actually has the alternate ending. And, and it's so much better. I was like, oh, why did we not have this on the film? The test audience probably didn't like exactly. it. Exactly. So. Well, that's not very happy. They he's should have me. I want to be a test audience like, sometimes. Well, he's not a bad guy, but he's worth he going thinks out. He, he thinks he's a good yeah, guy. Because you, you see him as human, so we see him as the hero. Yep. But they're not because we are now going out. These are the new dominant species on Earth. Yes, And is. he realizes that at the end, and he's like, oh, God, what have I done? Yeah, because I thought I'd seen, they seen some conceptual art for it. And it has yeah. like a beard, and it's like he didn't die like in the movie. Yeah, no, they 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 did film it because I've I've seen the ending. I think it's on the Blu-ray. I think they have the alternate ending on it, and right, it's, it's so much better. I don't I only have the DVD. I don't. Yeah, I was just like, oh, and I I loved the movie. I remember going to it. Mm-hmm. I, maybe we went to it together. I don't. No, remember. I, I, that, I we didn't. We didn't go our mandate to that one. I don't think. No, I, I remember going to see it with somebody. I was like, oh, it's really good. And I remember reading the book from years ago. Yeah. Because I think it was Matheson did that one day. Yeah, Richard Matheson, yeah. I want to say. It came out in like in 1954. Yeah, yeah. So I remember reading it a long time because yep. after the Omega Man, well, anybody who's older, old enough that knows what the Omega Man is, that was the original attempt at... That was the second. Second attempt, that's right, yeah. The Last Man on Earth with Vincent Price came yep. out like a year after the book. It was the first one. And it was... I, I love the movie. <laughs> 
because it's Vincent Price, and I grew up loving Vincent Price. Nothing to do with what happened in the book, other no. than it was a scientist. And there's other people there. I'm like, oh, okay. But yeah, that was, I think, Omega Man was the second. That had Charlton Heston. No. Yes. Oh, it did have Charlton yeah, Heston right. before he Charlton got attacked Heston. by apes? Yep. Okay. And then uh, there was a third one that came out after that. I Am Omega, I think they did. It was super cheap, low budget. And yeah. then they came out with I Am Legend, which was, a lot of it was closer to the book. Until the end when it just veers off into happy Hollywood land. Yeah. I was just like, oh, I mean, this is still cool, but <sighs> no. you were so close, man. You were so close to that. So I remember, I remember watching Omega Man. I thought that was the coolest program. <clears throat> it was, it was, yeah, it's a seventies movie. movie. It was late but 70s. the one scene that always sticks out in my hand is like one of the bad guys are light sensitive, yep. and they find him dead, and he's eating like a can of cat food. That's yep. what really yep. sticks out in my yep. That's the one scene that and where that girl fakes being a mannequin. Oh. Creepiest shit, man. Yeah. That is really creepy. I, I enjoy Omega Man. I, I, I see. I think we should. Actually, I shoot it out as its own thing. I think I got an idea for a bonus episode. I won't say on the air. But oh, okay. I got an idea one. We're gonna have to do for like a movie bonus, right? If you guys, do you guys actually, our listeners, do you actually like our bonus episodes where we talk about movies? If you do, email us and tell us a movie right. to watch. We will definitely watch that movie. <laughs> I, I will somehow find time to add it to all the other movies I've wasted my life watching. Let's be real. Okay. <laughs> if you watch a movie and it's good, we should watch Bubba Hotep. Mm. <laughs> Love that movie. Oh, yeah. My wife hated that movie. She thought it was stupid. We had a whole big group of people over because my friend Aaron... Big Bruce Campbell fan. Yeah. It's like, oh, I bought Boba Hotep. We've got to watch it. So our wives, and we have other people over. I think there were probably only three of us out of eight people in this room who were enjoying the fucking film. Oh, yeah. Everybody else is like, what the fuck is going on? i got the DVD right over there. Oh, hell yeah. But I was just like, oh, this is great. Yeah. Out of the box movies are awesome. Uh, just so good, man. I just seen a preview for another movie. This is turning into a movie podcast yeah, again. Sorry, folks. where we go. It's, yeah. There's a new movie called The Doors, not The Lizard King. Doors 2021, it's out on Prime. Oh. Amazon Prime. Basically, it kind of follows... Everybody's heard that theory about stairways found in national parks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is where doors start showing up at certain places, and people are trying to figure out what's going on. Ooh, interesting. I saw that, I'm like, all right. I'm like looking at Prime, like... I. I might I'll pull the trigger on five bucks here to watch it maybe this weekend. Oh, five bucks that ain't bad. Yeah, but I'm kind of stingy. Yeah, no, I, I get it, man. I'm a cheap bastard when it comes to stuff too. It's like oh, I don't know if I want to do. Let's try to see if it's bucks. free on Netflix, but it looks yeah, really good. Looked, yeah. I just saw oh, the preview before. It looks really good. You yeah, have to type in the doors. Is that a new series or just no? A it's just a standalone movie. movie. Really yeah. interesting. Yeah. I will have to look that up. So if you like our babbling, folks, go ahead and rate us on Apple. We're on all major platforms now. If you could give us a yeah. five-star rating, I appreciate the one person that did give us a five-star rating, but leave a comment, too. Because yeah, I was trying to look up comments. I'm like, this person just left five stars. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. Yeah. But please leave us a comment. Email us. There's been a couple guys that email us, like I said before earlier in the program. Your stickers are in the mail. (laughs) I just put your stickers in the mail. (laughs) Not quote in the mail. They're literally in the mail. Yeah, they're at the post office. They're gone. (laughs) Hopefully they'll get to you in about a week or so. So have you got anything else for these fine folks that listen to us, Marty? I do not. Just uh, keep listening if you... Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. And we'll leave like we'll leave a link to our email and all that stuff. And if you want, feel like free to sponsor us. If you want to send us a couple bucks so we can drink this wonderful, tasty Pabst Blue Ribbon hard oh. coffee, maybe we'll just Good do an God. episode where we just get totally blasted and just talk <laughs> about weird, random shit. Just, like, why do I have an Aliens <laughs> Three poster on my wall? Right. Well, yeah. 
I mean, it is aliens, which is which yeah. is cool. Yeah. But that I should then we'll have to figure out why. If I if we're ever in a situation where I am the voice of reason, then we are in a very very <laughs> bad situation. <laughs> it's very true, man. Very true. All right, folks. I remember, like the old saying goes, "Fuck normal. Normals never want a goddamn thing." Oh, my God.